Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Manifestation. Manifestation is, is such a challenging topic, to be honest. It has the power, and I 100% believe in that, to change your life. I know it can change your life. And I also know how hard it can be to open up to something that is more considered more of a spiritual quote-unquote practice when you don't have necessarily such a close connection to the spiritual world. Now, I used to not consider myself a super spiritual person. I would always roll my eyes when people said things like, I'm going to outsource that to the universe and would bring me to crystals and sage and three-hour gratitude process, uh, practices. And internally, I was always like, Jesus, that's not for me. I just presume it's not for me. Now, what I want to walk you through the next hour will help you understand exactly what manifestation is, because it actually has very little to do with crystals and gratitude practices, unless you that's your vibe, then by all means, knock yourself out. I want to show you exactly how it works and how to actually apply it to your life and to your business to create success, to bring your dreams to life beyond anything that you thought possible in that moment, maybe even. And what is the inner work that's required to really call in and like create your dream life? Now, don't worry, I will not make you guys do vision boards or anything. This is really meant to be super pragmatic. I personally have never done a vision board <laughs> I barely ever journal, just sometimes, in exactly the right moments. And the only reason I own a few crystals is because a lovely friend took me with her to crystal shopping. And that was fun. I would have probably never gone without her. Okay, I'm still admitting people. Okay. So I want to share with you what is the inner work that's required to create a life of your dreams. And when I say of your dreams, I really mean of your dreams, not my dreams. Hitting higher and higher income months, maybe as the result of the beliefs that you hold. Allowing clients to find you, to find your business and hire you with the greatest ease possible. Allowing money to flow to you while you're maintaining the kind of space that you want in your life to all, to all the other things that you want to do, to spend time with your partner, with your kids, to go travel, to go out in nature, to spend as much or as little time at the computer or at the phone as you want to, and to pretty much have opportunities opening up where you feel like, 
this is exactly what I needed. Like, how did this happen? And in the end, I also want to tell you a little bit about like different ways that we can work together. So I'm so freaking excited. And while you're all popping on here, I feel like I I, I probably have let, let the last people in. Show up in the comments, engage, like really participate actively. Like you will get so much more out of this master class if you show up in the comments and like you're mentally fully present and close these other 17 tabs that you're having open and stuff. You can do that later. Now, I used to roll my eyes when people came to me or when coaches told me like, oh, you got to visualize that. And I still can't relate to many of the spiritual practices out there. And in fact, I was actually Googling like, what is manifestation earlier? Because I was like, curious. And the first thing that popped up was a site on Oprah with quotes from Gabby Bernstein and a lot of other spiritual coaches. And I just had to close it because I was like, I can't, I, I cannot deal with the words that are being used to describe this. Like you have to call in things. It's like co-creation between you and the universe. And latest by that quote, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But what? here's what I can tell you. I have, since starting my coaching business three years ago, I think always been equally good at copywriting sales and strategy. But there were some times where my launches went absolutely through the roof and they brought in multiple six figures, like 300, 400K. And then I have other launches that barely scratch 10K. I, like I have other programs where like I bring them out and it's like not very much interest and I don't have as much response time or, or like response. I don't get much feedback. It feels quote unquote dead. Mm, and I have other times where I am objectively super successful and I didn't feel successful at all. So there was always this, mm, not always, but there was often this disconnect between what was happening on the outside and how I was feeling on the inside. And then I, and, and also in terms of like results, there were sometimes things where I would objectively do the same things. And one time it was like 300K and it felt like just a party and easy and effortless and I was like at the end of the month how did this even happen like what what how did this happen I don't even know when all these sales came in and then other times where I was like oh my god this feels like heavy lifting I'm so tired and we're barely scratching 10k and in real view I can always pinpoint exactly what was going on when the things were easy versus when the things were not happening easily when they weren't flowing like turning on the tap and it's like just running. And the difference was almost always, not almost, always in my mental and emotional state. Now, here's the thing. You are always manifesting, whether you want it or not. The word manifestation to me means that you're creating something or turning something from an idea into reality. And in psychology, manifestation generally means that you're using your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs to bring something into your physical reality. And this already gives you some really good hints here, okay? Manifestation has something to do with what you think, what you feel, and what you believe on the inside. And that, because of what's happening inside of you, you're going to get some results. Now, that means also 
as long as you're thinking, feeling, and believing something, you're already manifesting. You're already manifesting and what you have in your life right now is exactly the results of your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs, your current inner state. And like, that is what you have. That is your current reality. It is that result. And that's why it's relevant for you to understand what manifestation really is and how it works, even if you're not quote unquote spiritual or woo-woo. Now, I can tell you myself, I'm like, does it work that you just look in the mirror and you tell yourself, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm just going to win the lottery and that's manifestation. No, it's not going to work. Can I make a vision board with beautiful women, all size six, and boom, half a year later, I'm like four dress sizes smaller, rocking all of the crop tops and being like, I'm so pretty. And I love myself. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that because inside of you doesn't actually believe these things to be true. And if your beliefs don't match the goals that you're setting, it's like you're trying to gaslight yourself. It's like you're trying to gaslight yourself. You're not going to be able to gaslight yourself into whatever success you want. So to understand manifestation, we need to understand how the mind works. So we have two components to our mind. We have the conscious and the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is amazing. It is brilliantly smart. It is where logic is sitting. It's like where you can contemplate, what am I going to wear today? Ah, the weather looks kind of, I see some clouds. It's going to be, yeah, it looks like it may be a little bit cold. I see, I see like trees are moving. I'm like rationalizing all the things. And based on that, I'm picking something to wear from like 200 pieces of clothes right? It is incredibly smart. It's where you do math, where you do logical thinking, where you can solve problems. And unfortunately, it's also extremely limited in capacity, meaning only 0.004% actually arrives at your conscious mind. That is less than, less than a thousandth of what you're perceiving around you that actually arrives in the part where you can think about something. Now, the other part, 99.99996%, they go straight to your subconscious brain. Subconscious is extremely complex. It does so many things and it communicates to you. It, it, it like takes it all in. It's like a nonstop like radar perceiving all of the things, right? It's taking in all the little cues and it's filtering it out, it's sorting, it's categorizing, but because it has this sheer mass of information, it's only roughly good at it. It like groups together different things that like look kind of dissimilar, you know, like a pear and a tomato and a cucumber, like, oh yeah, that's all edible. Put it in the same thing, right? But they're not the same things. So it's like organizing all of this information and it's categorizing this information based on your beliefs that you hold about life based on your past experiences, based on the things that you have, like that you're currently experiencing, the state of mind and the, the mood that you're in. And it communicates to you based on feelings and vibes. That's why you have gut feelings. Subconscious is where your intuition is housed. And Here's how you can know subconscious is active. Have you ever been to a movie cinema and you're sitting there, nice comfy chair, velvet, fluff, plush chair, 
and you're watching like Chainsaw Massacre on screen and you're like feeling really terrified and you have this urge to get out of the movie theater because like the music is like really sketchy and it's like all dark and you're like this is weird I'm just sitting here eating popcorn on like the comfiest plushiest seat I should be like so comfortable why do I want to leave the theater and like or cover my eyes for a movie that I paid for because subconscious is taking in the scenery and the music and the vibe. And again, it doesn't know what is reality or not. It, does, it, it can't distinguish between things that it witnesses and sees on the outside or in its mind. Stories that you're reading, if you've ever read Harry Potter or some other really engaging book and your heart is beating, it's subconscious taking in all of that and it's sending you feelings to move you to action, to get the hell out of that movie theater because... Chainsaw Massacre is about to happen and you're on the verge of dying. That's what it believes. Because it's made that sense. My subconscious is extremely active when I'm on the airplane and I hear a baby cry because every single movie, when the plane is about to crash, the baby is crying. Or when the baby is crying, the plane is about to crash. So every time I sit on the plane and I hear a baby cry, I get terrified. I I used to have such bad fear of flying because of babies crying. That was my trigger. Subconscious took the situation, gripped it with every movie I've ever seen where a plane crashed and gave me those feelings in those moments. Amazing. Can you relate to these situations? Let me know in the chat. I am really curious. I can see about four of you guys. So (laughs) let me know in the chat if you can relate. So if we, yes, makes sense. Okay, yes, okay. Anyone else you're scared of flying? Let me know, 100%, okay. I also healed my fear of flying and my fear of all kinds of other things. So if you understand how emotions and beliefs come into play, they shape the reaction that subconscious is giving you. And this is kind of how it goes. I've talked about this on my stories. Maybe you've seen it. It's called the model. Your situation is neutral. You're sitting on a plane. The baby is crying. Could mean absolutely nothing. Could mean absolutely nothing to you or could mean terrifying. You're about to die, right? The situation is super neutral. Now, subconscious takes in the situation and it creates, it adds feeling. It adds meaning to that situation. Meaning when the baby is crying, meaning the plane is about to crash. When my husband didn't bring out the trash, meaning ah, he is not caring about my time and my energy and like my needs don't matter. You've got crazy dragon wife, right? So subconscious adds feelings and meanings based on whatever you've experienced in the past, based on where your current state of mind is. Now your conscious mind is what adds the thought to it. And then that all creates your reaction. Now, when you have this process what does it mean? The, the thoughts and the, the feelings that are being added depend wildly on your beliefs, your current context, your past experiences. And we all have different beliefs, contexts, and past experiences. Meaning two of us could see the same exact thing happening on our social media platform. And I go like, oh, this is a great sign. We're going to have a million dollar launch. And you could feel the same, look at the same thing and be like, ah, oh, nothing's working. So it is so, so, so important to understand where these connection points are between conscious mind, subconscious mind, and how that leads to our actions, because then we can jump in there and actually tweak 
the process, you know, like tighten some screws here and there to make the process work in our favor. Because there's one really, really cool point where we can do that. And that's called our reticular activating system. It is like this filter in our mind that chooses like, you go to conscious, yeah, you're not relevant, you're not relevant. This would all create information overload. No, don't notice, don't notice, don't notice, don't notice. Oh, pregnant woman, here, you were pregnant. Show her, show her. Ooh, we want to buy a red Toyota Prius. Show her the car. Have you ever had this experience where maybe you were expecting a baby or you were already pregnant and you see only pregnant women and moms and little kids? You start noticing all the playgrounds around your house and in your hood. The red cars when you want to buy a red car, right? I have never in my life seen a sausage dog on the street and except my husband is obsessed with sausage dog and he's trying to convince me to get a sausage dog and there are sausage dogs everywhere. Everywhere. I can't leave this house without seeing sausage dogs. <laughs> and the algorithm is showing me sausage dogs memes. And I'm like, I can't escape it. Because it's not the algorithm. It's not that they are suddenly more present in the life. It's that my reticular activating system categorized them as something that is important that will either help us survive or thrive or fill our goals. And it's my husband's goal. And my goal as a wife is like, somewhat shared with my husband so I care about him so his goals become part of like relevant to me as well so my reticular activating system is showing me sausage dogs everywhere now when we start to notice things that will help us fill our intentions or when we when we fine-tune that filter that reticular activative yes selective seeing when we fine tune, intentionally fine-tune that filter by setting specific intentions, setting goals, we can start to bring up to the visible part, to the visible and conscious part of our mind, the opportunities. Right? We can actually start noticing them. So, for example, if you have the intention to get 20 people into your program, you might suddenly have this random idea for a masterclass and it is that masterclass that brings in 20 people into your offer. Last time I launched CTS, I was like, it felt really slow. It felt a little bit like pulling teeth. And then I was like, my intention is to bring in 20 people into this program this round. And within 48 hours, I had an idea. Like, I noticed, I was like, oh, yeah, of course my launch feels boring. There's no party stops in there. If you're in CTS, you know what I mean. I was like, oh, I should do a master class here. Like, this, this feels right. And this little effort, like, I already have this. Like, I'm going to do it the day after tomorrow. And I had an idea for a post where suddenly I just felt like I really just need to say this out loud. And it was the post engagement content is bullshit. Within 48 hours of that master class and that post, 24 people had joined CTS and it went from slow and nothing's kind of like, it felt like nothing. It felt again, felt like nothing is working to $97,000 cash right there. Just like that. When you are able to fine tune your RAS intentionally by setting intentions that also align with your beliefs. I totally believed it was doable to bring these people in. And you understand the whole process that's, that goes behind it. 
and the things that you need to do. And we'll talk about why manifestations aren't working sometimes and what you can do about it. The most insane things can happen. I set the intention in December. I don't want to have a single goddamn call in January for any group program. I'd, like I want to have a call free January and I want to have at least a hundred thousand, but I'm open to more in sales because we got like this unexpected tax bill that was like, please pay within the next 30 days, like hundred thousand euros. And we were like, what the hell? So we were like, I was like, okay, well, I believe this is totally possible. And I'm setting the intention. I don't want calls. These sales need to come in in a way that is not related to me being on a call. At the end of the month, it was $350,000 worth of sales, over $100,000 worth in cash. And I have never sold more VIP passes in my entire life than in that one month, like together even. (laughs) And people paying in full. And it was just incredible. Absolutely incredible. I have never even had like a 200K month, let alone 350K. Like that month was pure manifestation because I am still a great salesperson. I'm still a great business owner. I'm still great at strategy, but neither before nor after was I able to recreate that. That was a purely like manifested month. Now, here's how to manifest consciously. I already figured this question. (laughs) How How can I reach this? How can I make it work? So the very first thing is that you have to set an intention for your goal. This is what will find you in your particular activating system to start noticing opportunities. Now, here's the thing. You will only be able to set goals that you actually believe are doable If you internally hold the belief like, well, I'm an unsuccessful person, this is a belief about self and identity, then it will be really, really hard for you to to create anything around the topic of success. If you hold the belief like selling is bad, people who sell are bad, it's going to be so damn hard for you to take the action to sell because you don't want to validate through your actions to your subconscious that you're a bad person. So your intentions... Your intentions need to, your beliefs need to match the intentions that you're setting. If you don't actually hold beliefs that are empowering, you're always going to end up at a different place. I have a a really, really good example. I used to hold the belief, good things don't last. So every single time I had a high income month, it would be followed by a complete crash. My December, my, my November 2021, was a 50k month my december was a 40k month and then i was like good things don't last my january was still a 30k month my february was a 9.9k month and the entire month of february last year 2022 i didn't make a single new sale that 9.9k month was only recurring income i didn't make a single sale you know you all that month because good things don't last so it had to come to an end right i now hold a very different belief every single time My month is slow. I know a big wave of sales is about to happen. My October was my first 100K month last year, like in 2022. Also, mind you, from 9.9K in February to 100K in October, okay? November, 100K month. December, 100K month. And every single one of those months felt slow for a moment. 
And then suddenly all the sales came in in two weeks. So now for me, every single time it's slow, I'm like, space, let's enjoy the ride because the next wave is about to hit me. I don't panic. I don't freak out. All of that would take me to fight or flight mode. Fight or flight is never helpful. When your emotions are high, (laughs) your intelligence is low. You lose access to both logic, your conscious brain, where you can think about strategic things and intuition, <laughs> your subconscious brain, because your blood goes from your from your heart and from your brain into your jaw so you can bite, that's why you get red, or into your arms and your legs so you can fight and punch and run really fast. You quote unquote get dumber. When you're in fight or flight, you get dumb because you don't want to be stopping and being like contemplating. Should I run left or right when there's a line behind you? You just want to go run, <laughs> right? So it's so important that your beliefs Don't accidentally put you in fight or flight. Did your beliefs match your intention? Because only then you'll actually be able to work with your conscious and your subconscious mind towards your goals. And then when you actually start noticing the opportunities, because you fine-tuned your reticular activating system, you're like, okay, set the intention. These opportunities will come up and they will create feelings inside of us. Maybe you will, quote-unquote, feel the nudge feel the call. You get excited about an idea. You have this idea for a post and it scares the crap out of you because what if you start a shitstorm? So these feelings, they're intended to move you to some kind of actions and these actions depend on what is the context, what is your past experience, what are the beliefs. And the problem is if you don't have the emotional literacy to actually see and understand what you're feeling, and you don't have the courage to follow through on these nudges because you're starting to write your post and then you start overthinking and then you start editing it down and then you start watering it down and then you decide to change a couple of things because what if, like, you don't want to offend those kinds of people who always see this and that as, I don't know, as shameful or whatever, and this would definitely trigger those kinds of people. So you start editing it down and the original idea, the opportunity that popped up that your intuition gave you, you've killed it. You've killed it by turning it bland, vanilla, blending in, like the actual thing that you were supposed to say that would have resonated with someone who would have hired you, pay in full for six months, one-on-one, and like thrown their money at you and would have actually created kind of sales that you wanted. You've killed it. You've killed it in these moments because you weren't able to follow through courageously and you weren't able to discern which part is your intuition and when did the fear start taking over. So here are things that I manifested in my business with this process, with understanding how to set intention, having the courage to follow through, being able to discern what I was feeling and where it was fear and where it was intuition. That December, where I already told you, where I set the goal, just like at least 100K, please, and no calls. There were so many posts in that month where I was like, I really need to say this, and this is probably going to piss someone off. But I have my own criteria internally that I run my content through, where I'm like, do I actually want to say this publicly? Like, does this match my standards? My standards are, it's honest, it's kind, and it's well-intentioned. If it does, it goes online. This is what where I don't need courage. I have my values that I can run my content against. 
So it did. And this content resonated on a level that you can't even imagine. People would find me and be in for the VIP pass like, like the same day. Sometimes even overnight, people I've never even met or chatted in in the DMs that I've just never even like come across. They just, I saw the payment notification. I was like, who is this person? I can't even like, I can't even find her among my followers. It's some private, must be some private account. Who is she? Where is she coming from? And then I shoot them an email. I'm like, hey, I'm so excited to see you. Um, Who are you? And they're like, oh, I'm this and that person. Yeah, I read that one post and I just knew I needed to be in your energy. Okay, cool. And those people then went on to like really thrive. Like it was incredible. I set the intention I want 25 people inside CTS. And that post, that post about engagement content is bullshit. I felt really like I hesitated for a moment whether I wanted to put that up or not. Because I have clients who teach you should be posting engagement content. And I thought for, about it for a moment. I was like, no, but it's it's actually what I believe. I don't believe in posting some funny reel just to like boost your likes and stuff because that doesn't actually help me build my business. In April, I set the intention to sign one-on-one clients. I didn't know how or when they'd come through. And I didn't actually have proof that I would be selling one-on-one client seats at 5K per month at this rate. I didn't have previous proof because I didn't sell at that rate. I had a price increase just before. But I definitely believe that I could. And I also believe that I can hold someone at a 5K per month price point. I believe that it's 100% worth it. And I knew like I could sign these clients. So even though two thirds of the month I was at a retreat and I was out on holiday and laying by the beach with the kids and making memories and stuff. But before, like the day, the morning I went to my retreat, the first person messaged me and the second morning of my holiday, out of the blue, someone I had never met before, I didn't know she was in my world, messaged me. She was like, I want to do one-on-one coaching with you. I read that thing, like that resonated so deeply with you. Like, what's your rate? And like, I, I, I want to do it. When, when can I start? And I told her, you can start earliest in three and a half weeks. And she was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. So one more thing that, that I manifested, because this is so important. You really need to understand this part of like courage and confidence. End of 2021, I set the intention that I want to hit 5,200K a month in 2022. And as a result, I got this nudge, this intuitive hit of like, I want to join that one coach. I'll join her mastermind. And that mastermind completely decimated me. I hear so many coaches talking about, oh, I made this bad investment decision. And it's like, it was so unaligned. I got burned. I'm scared. I'm like, I will not invest again. I have to be super careful. I've never been burned in my life. But that mastermind really kicked the shit out of me. It was ruthless. It showed me exactly all the places I was insecure. It showed me exactly where I was wobbling, where I didn't actually hold beliefs that were helpful. It showed me all of the beliefs that were leading me to always keep crashing down, to not be able to sign high-ticket clients easily, if at all. Like All of my high-ticket clients before that came from previous programs or previous rounds of CTS because I didn't actually believe I could sign high-ticket clients just based off Instagram 
Like I felt like I needed them to go through other programs first before they could be high ticket clients. It showed me all of the places where my business was unsustainable for me in order to be able with my workload as a mom and, and, and like the other things that I have in my life. Like I just, I was running out of energy. I was not able to run my business like that. And it showed me all of that ruthlessly. I walked away from this mastermind. I paid 35K and my income had crashed and I was just, whoa, burnt out for a moment. And also I had all the answers I needed. I knew exactly who I needed to hire next. I reached out. I was like, hey, I need to work with you one-on-one. What's the rate? I didn't have that money. I borrowed that money periodically from my parents. I was like, hey, just in case, can I rely on you spotting me for two or three months? Just if, if it doesn't pick up as soon as I hope. My parents were like, okay, well, if you think so, then we will trust you. We will spot you for up to three months. I was like, okay, <sighs> scary, terrifying. Again, you need the courage to follow through on things when you have that intuitive download. I reached out to the coach I signed on within two months. I was hitting 22K cash and 45K sales month. Within four months of working her, I had an 80K month. And within six months of working with her, I was hitting my 50 to 100K month consistently. And to this day, I'm working with her. And I'm consistently hitting over 100K month. This is what I mean when I say, when you have the intuitive hit, it will be hard. It can be scary. You will need courage. And you will need to be able to understand the experiences that you're making through the lens of like, okay, what does this teach me? What does this teach me? What does it show me where I'm still insecure, wobbly, not actually holding beliefs that actually empower me to get my goal to my goals? So here's the pro- like, let me know if this story actually also gives you guys some courage to like not judge every investment that you've ever made as in like, oh, this was bad. This was on the line. All of the things that puts you into a victim mindset of like, oh, that coach tricked me. No, you chose that coach for some reason. And maybe it's an invitation to adjust your investment criteria and be like, ah, oh, I didn't realize I don't just want care about how much money they make. I also want to look at these other criteria, but also maybe it was unaligned, that experience was really important for you so that you know what's unaligned, you know what you're building towards, you know that you need to fine-tune and change maybe the intentions that you are setting, right? And you get answers from these moments. <sighs> I get really like fired up about this topic. So when we when I see people talking about manifestations and their manifestations not working, okay, should have probably opened the window. Here's the problems that I see. Number one is we don't see how it all adds up. And because we don't see how it will add up, we don't have the courage to follow through. It may also be completely different from what we thought. And so we feel like, but that has nothing to do with that. So no, (laughs) I'm not doing that. Right. If you're so determined on the money has to come in in the pre-sale and then no one bought in the pre-sale and you're like, oh, but why is no one buying in the pre-sale? Well, maybe you were just made meant to make all the sales in the last 48 hours with that great idea that's still coming. So instead of ghosting your launch, you need to follow through. (laughs) Sending you love. (laughs) If you aren't in touch with your feelings, you're going to miss 
the subconscious messages, right? If you're actually not aware of what you're feeling at any given time, and also if you don't trust these nudges then and you don't take actions, you're not going to get the results. So whatever ex- reality you're currently experiencing, it's because it's the result of either a lack of emotional literacy or a lack of self-trust, a lack of resourcefulness, and a lack of courage to like actually follow through here. So manifestation requires, like flat out requires, and this has nothing to do with like spiritual work, as you guys see. Like this is this is like this is stuff that's backed by science. This is where psychology is at as well. So if we if we apply that manifestation the manifestation requires emotional intelligence so you can discern the things that you're feeling. Business is a goddamn roller coaster. Every single no, every single day where your story views drop throws you into a complete emotional turmoil. It's going to be really damn hard. It requires courage to act on that intuition, the ability to follow who, even when you don't have proof yet that things are working out. Now, especially the the feelings and the courage part is is something that you really need to hone over a period of time. Most of us have not experienced life through this lens before of we're powerful, we're capable. Most of us have a self-talk that's extremely negative, like, ah, it doesn't matter to ask for my own needs to be met. People should know that. Ah, what can I do? Who am I to do X, Y, and Z? And all of this is already working against you at the very beginning when you're setting your RAS. So if your intention contradicts your beliefs, like you want to be successful, but you believe I'm a failure, your mind is always looking to validate what they believe, what you believe, because a belief is something that you experience as a truth. Like, you know, the baby that drops, I don't know, the hair tie or the spoon a hundred times, and it's like checking out gravity. And it's like, oh, whatever I drop, it's going to go down. So it re- it experiences the truth that gravity is real. And the same thing, I saw the question about how to change your beliefs. The same thing is true for all these other things. Maybe you've had a parent who always told you like, yeah, you got to deal with this yourself. I'm busy. You've experienced the truth at that point that your needs don't matter. But now that you're an adult in an adult relationship, that may no longer be your reality. But maybe you're self-sabotaging your relationship because you feel like you always have to fight to get your needs met. And when your partner doesn't bring out the trash, then it's clearly he's ignoring your needs and he doesn't care the way you've experienced that truth before. And in those moments, it's really important to create a new truth so that a new belief can grow that actually would empower you to have a really loving, caring relationship with each other that doesn't always end up in fights or frustration, right? This is also why affirmations don't work because you can't just gaslight yourself into being like this super rich, self-loving queen if internally you feel like I'm not lovable and I'm a failure. It doesn't work. And if you can't distinguish your fear and your intuition, so they sound really similar. And a lot of the times, the opportunities that you're hitting or that you're getting, these intuitive hits, they come with a component of fear. 
because they're usually just outside your comfort zone. You want to build something. You want to get something that's outside of your comfort zone. If you're already used to having $7 million in the bank, amazing. So why is that still a business goal? Right. So you have to make sure that when you're shooting for a new goal, that you actually learn to distinguish like, yeah, this is what my intuition is saying. Oh, and it feels really edgy and you need a tool here or you need guidance or you need resources or values that you can measure against so that you have a way to regulate these emotions right? Every time you try to do something new, there will be big feelings. There will be something like sent to you like fear or like, ooh, a little bit anxious out there because subconscious sees that it's a new thing that you haven't done before. And it's going to tell you, hey, new things are dangerous for survival. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think we should do this, right? So it's really, really, really important. You will not be able to manifest if you can't also handle the big feelings that are coming with that. And the last component is if you're always sitting in lack. Now, don't get me wrong. When I hear the word lack, and when I, when I try to Google that today, being like, I could Google it for exactly seven seconds, and then I just had to roll my eyes and close the tab. <laughs> because... Like, what the hell does this even mean, right? If I hear a coach that just goes like, well, you have to trust. Trust what? You're in lack. I mean, like, use it like an insult, like a slap in your face, but I don't actually know what it means, <laughs> right? Lack means that you are hyper-focused on the lack of resources that you currently have. And that tints your filter. That tints your RAS. So if you believe you can't because... I can't hit a 10K month because I don't have enough followers yet. I can't get a book deal because I don't have 100,000 followers and I don't actually have never done it and I don't have any connections. And when you're sitting in lack, there's, it's very easy to slip into these big feelings like uh, fear, shame, guilt, being like, oh, well, I just don't have a bachelor's degree, so I can't do that. I don't have a certification, so I can't do that. I don't have the money, so I can't hire that coach that charges $100,000 a month right? And that means you're going to miss all the opportunities and you're going to miss all the resources that you do have at your disposal. When you're sitting in lack, you're going to make, you're going to find excuses and all the reasons will be shown to you, all the red cars of like, this is the reason why you're going to fail. When you're sitting in abundance, you will see every single oh so tiny opportunity. You don't know why, but you will feel called to do the thing and it doesn't make sense and you don't know why, but you are good at hearing your intuition. So you're just going to flow with it. You're just going to flow with it. Abundance mindset means you're consciously acknowledging all the little resources that you have at your disposal, the subtle signs that things are working for you. I didn't have a super huge launch for competently coached and magnetic AF and my influencer coach bundle because I'm so busy with, with a funnel build out in the back end. So I was like, you know what? That's fine with me. I can always la launch this later. But look how many people signed up to this masterclass, 130. That's 130 people who are investing their time into something that I have to say. 130 people who 
think it's so important what I have to say. They're giving me one hour of their life, an hour where you could be playing with your kids, doing something fun, could be out there living your life. Instead, you choose to be here with me. That's a huge sign that whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it right. Something's working. That speaks volumes for the power of my brand, my personal brand. So I'm like, okay, well, confidently coached wasn't 50 people in the program, but holy crap, 130 people are invested in what I have to say. That is the difference between abundance and lack. Not sitting there being like, oh, I only get 37 story views today. God damn it. I got more signups to this masterclass than I got story views last night. (laughs) But do I focus on the fact that my story views dropped for 24 hours or do I focus on the fact that how many people signed up here? Sitting in lack would have never allowed me. If you scroll down my feed, there's somewhere a post from like April or something, April, May of last year, where I had a $45,000 sales month, 22K cash, $45,000 in sales. With this Instagram account that I started mid or end of February, so it was brand new, and I had 270 followers. Show me a coach who has a 45K sales month with 270 followers. It would have been so easy to look at my account and be like, oh, just 270 followers. There's no way I'm even going to hit a 10K a month. No, we crushed way beyond, we went way beyond that. So last takeaway, and then I'm going to touch on how can you change your beliefs. And please start popping your questions into the chat as well. I really want to know what is your favorite key takeaway from this training? And like, what questions do you have? Now, here's what I, what I want you to take away. The exact five-step process to manifest. Number one, if you want to manifest intentionally, you need to set your intention. You need to align your beliefs with the things that you want in your life. Okay? Because your beliefs will steer how your subconscious reacts to situations. You need to learn to sort through your emotions and, like, really build that emotional literacy. You need to be courageous enough to follow on those nudges. And sometimes that literally means making actually ballsy moves. And learn to acknowledge abundance and resources and the littlest of little proofs that you have that things are working in your favor already, that things are on the way. Now, here's a funny part. This is actually exactly what we do in coaching. This training came to me I'm not surprised it happened at the same time as Confidently Coached because that is almost exactly the table of contents right there that I walk my clients through, that I teach in Confidently Coached, that I do with my one-on-one clients or my mastermind clients. This is why one of my clients earlier said, that's me. That's exactly the process that we went through. Setting the intention is the first call in my mastermind. Aligning your beliefs with the things you want in life. That is what we do in coaching. When someone comes to you and goes like, well, but I guess I can't run my business like that. Says who? Where's that belief coming from? You start lifting up the rug. You start looking underneath. This is what you do as a coach. Coaching people so that they can let go of the beliefs that are limiting them and adopt a belief system that pretty much creates some, helps them become someone who can achieve anything in life. When they have a client who says, nothing's working. I'm like, really? Nothing? What's your proof for that? 
What's the proof for that? And what are the proofs that it is already working? Is really zero people watching your stories or are there 37? What if all those 37 people bought your offer? Would you be thrilled? Ecstatic? What if just half of that will watch your stories by your offer? Wouldn't that be insane? Right? So it's worth showing up because you could be converting 37 people who watch your stories every single day. So this is, this is how you work actually with clients. Now, you specifically asked how you change beliefs. That is a huge topic. I mean, that's a one-hour training right there in that Insight Confidently Coach. Here's the, the rough outline on that question. A belief is something that you experienced as a truth about life. So if you've experienced it as a truth, it's a, it, it feels as real as gravity, right? So you can't just be like, well, that's silly. That's a limiting belief. You need to think something else. That doesn't work, right? So you need to walk your client through a process or you need to walk yourself through a process that first pokes some holes and into that belief and shows you where the blind spots are of like, oh, it's actually not a, like as true as I was thinking. And there's also other truths that we could also look at. And then you basically want to walk them through a process where they can experience other truths that could validate a different belief, right? So if I hold the belief that, let me think about it. Oh, I used to hold the belief that people don't like to hang out with me and they don't like to spend time. I was in a class in school where people weren't particularly nice and I was pretty smart and had a lot of answers in class and they just didn't like that. They thought I was a know-it-all and so on and so forth. So they told me, we don't want to hear you. You talk too much and we don't want to spend time on you. And it was actually not just once that someone would like invite me to something and then they all just didn't show up. So I was like, left there ghosted. So I had this belief that people wouldn't show up. And like an alternative truth is also, well, when I went to university, I threw a lot of brunches where like 10, 15, 20 people would come to my place and they would have a fabulous time and they would come again next time. That's a different truth. Doesn't mean that the first thing wasn't true. It just means that there's something else that's also true. Other people do like hanging out with me. So through that, I could rewire that belief. And that actually is something that came up in my business later where I was wanted to post more frequently. And I had this like belief that would stop me that would make me feel so uncomfortable and blocked when I wanted to post more than once a week because I felt like I can't post that much. People are going to be annoyed, right? So I reworked that belief with myself and now I can post however much I want. And sometimes I post so much on my stories and I'm having a ball and it's easy and I don't even think about it. It is so embodied inside of me. So this is the short form version of how you actually rewire beliefs. I have a, I have my own method. It's called the care method. This would just go way beyond the scope of this training. Okay, so I don't see any questions in the chat. And that means I want to let you know really quickly the different ways that you can work with me. On the one hand, I really want to encourage you to join me inside Confidently Coached, where I will show you how to align your beliefs or your client's beliefs, navigate emotions, learn the action steps to pretty much call in any kind of success that you or your client wants to hit, right? This process is, you can use that on yourself. This is the only time I'll journal is when I run into roadblocks like this. It is 
simple, it's pragmatic, you will have a much more thorough understanding of how the mind and the, the conscious and the subconscious mind works, how the reticular activating system works, how beliefs work, identity works. If you believe about yourself that you're not successful, right, that's an identity, a self-belief, and how to rewire all of that, that is confidently coached. And then the second program I want you to consider is Magnetic AF, where we specifically do the work to align your beliefs that you are worthy and capable of calling in high ticket one-on-one clients or generally clients who just want to buy everything from you. (laughs) Where you build such a magnetic thought leader brand that people will find you on the spot and just be mesmerized. This is also where you let go of all the people pleasing, the self-editing and that negative self-talk so that you can actually act on these intuitive downloads of like, oh, I have a post idea, instead of spending six hours overthinking and editing it down and watering it down until no one resonates with it anymore. This is the program where you create your own values, like honest, kind, and well-intentioned, and your own belief system that helps you follow through on that. Both Confidently Coached and Magnetic AF are $2,200 with payment plans starting at $400 a month. And you can use the coupon code IMANIFEST and then you get $200 off or you just DM me for the influencer coach bundle and then you actually save $1,200 on the bundle. We have the first real coaching call incompetently coached on Tuesday. I'm so excited. The first welcome call, people were already like raving and the feedback was so good. So I'm really excited about that. It's a fantastic, fantastic bundle. Like, Influencer coach bundle is what I would have needed a year and a half ago. Those were all the wobbles as well that I experienced in that mastermind. So that is that is one thing, this deal with saving $200 or $1,200 on um, the influencer coach bundle is valid for 48 hours. You will, well, wait, which day is it? Thursday. So it's valid until Sunday evening and you will get some emails about that. And then you also have the opportunity for some high-touch options. My mastermind is enrolling. There's four spots left. And I have one single spot for one-on-one coaching where I will support you hands-on with rewiring your beliefs and scaling your business and really setting yourself up for large, long-term success, scaling to multiple six figures, and building the belief system to hold such a big business, high-ticket clients, complexity, and so on. Where you can find it, you can DM me and on Instagram and just ask for it. And I'll send out the link with the replay and also for the deal via email. Okay. If you guys have no more questions, I'm super, super excited to wrap this up. Yeah. Confidently coached Magnetic AF, my two babies. Like those are really the programs that will take you to a complete, like a much higher caliber of business owner, influencer, coach, magnetic brand where people just can't get enough. So yeah, you're so welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for being here. You bought story prompts. That is actually such a fab resource to get started. It is. It it will not solve all your business problems in the world, (laughs) but it is a fantastic resource to start making sales on Instagram stories. So you're welcome. Sending you all much love and I will see you on Instagram. Bye. Listen, my friend, I will never, ever be the kind of coach who will tell you, just join this 2K program and you've got everything you need to build a business. 
because I just don't believe that's true. Building a business is a complex operation and you need a variety of skills. Just knowing how to create content or just knowing how to create offers isn't enough to build a successful multi-six or seven-figure business. You need so many other things. You need to understand how to create messaging, how to write sales pages, how to create copy that really truly resonates with people, how to create a content strategy that reliably brings in buyers for your offers, how to create amazing offers where people buy again and again and again, to build your confidence, to even support a bigger and bigger and bigger business, to bring up the confidence to even build that big business in the first place, to show up and say, I'm doing this and I'm for real. That's why I created the VIP Pass. Because yes, I have solutions for all of the problems that you will encounter in your journey to building this multi-six or seven-figure business. And also, I want to support my clients in the best possible way. And that is what the VIP Pass does. It's my all-access pass to every single one of my programs and an entire year to all of the live calls that support the programs and the implementations. This VIP pass will keep you in the right mindset. It's a one-year membership to all of my programs. After that, you have lifetime access, but more importantly, it keeps you in this long-term focus. You have access, instant access to all of the answers. So whatever you encounter in your journey in that moment, you know there is a resource for you inside the VIP pass. And this does a number of things. You stop overthinking and second guessing whether you have all the information you know you do. You stop impulse buying random offers from random coaches, trying to piece them together, but there's contradicting information and it's just one person uses one type of strategy and the other person uses a different type of strategy and the pieces just don't fit together. Oh my goodness, have I wasted a lot of money buying resources from different coaches that just were complete opposite advice. Inside the VIP Pass, you have everything you need at all times instantly accessible for life and an entire year of accountability, support, a place to ask questions. This is what takes you out of the short-term focus that happens when you join a two-month container or three-month container thinking, ah, I got to make my investment back within the three months. And that stops you from actually building a business that's sustainable long-term. So here's my invitation for you. If you're like, I'm 100% in this. I'm in this because I want a business, not just that makes money in the next three months, but that makes a lot of money over the next years and decades to come. This is my forever business. I invite you to join me inside the VIP pass. It is all of the information that you need, even the information that you don't know that you will need it, but I promise you, you will. It is all of the programs that I've ever created for my clients that I refer to with my high-level clients, my one-on-one and my mastermind clients. And the VIP pass is your perfect stepping stone into 10K and multi-five-figure month. If you're interested in the VIP pass, hit the link below, check out the VIP pass, 
it will change your life and it will be the business degree without the 100k price tag that business school would actually cost you. 